I roll the music. Roll the music. Roll that. Roll the music. What's up? What's up? Hello and welcome to the West Coast CEO podcast where we share our experiences as entrepreneurs in LA. Today's podcast is going to be on Mark. You want to throw out the topic? I think we should talk about what a lean startup means. All right. <laughs> uh, so there's a book called The Lean Startup by Eric Reese, and he talks about how to start a business with very little money and how not to spend a whole lot of time planning and continuing to develop your idea where you can be as efficient as possible in building your business. To me, a lean startup is doing just that, getting out a very minimal product, throwing it out in the marketplace, getting feedback, and then changing your idea, um, and then throwing it back out to the marketplace, getting feedback again, and, and eventually you'll hit on that one single topic or that one single feature or benefit that solves your customer's problems and therefore makes you money. People are willing to pay for that one single benefit or feature. So once you discover that, you don't really have to have all those other benefits and you, have to, you don't have to do all those other activities. So therefore you save a lot of time and money. Um, so to me, a lean startup is doing it on a very low budget and getting what you need to get done efficiently. That's a very, that's very a, good, that's that's a very good definition. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess if I'm applying this to myself, um, I recently did a music video and we had no budget at all. So my advice or the way I go about doing things is I make a list of all the resources I need and I have to figure out how to get them. So I beg, borrow, or steal. Because I don't want to go to jail, I borrow. And so for that, I rented a camera, as in borrowed it from a friend. And then, you know, everything else is just favors, basically. Just going around, seeing who has what, what resources I can borrow from friends, etc. And then, you know, like, we like to do things kind of where... Not like the legal way, basically. So like when we were shooting throughout LA, you need a permit no matter what. And it's like a permit's like $650. And so we're not about that. We, we had no budget for our music video. So we just, you know, we just snuck out in the middle of the night and just filmed, you know, like we got pulled over, we got pulled over. We'd include that in our non-budget that we didn't have. And we just won it and we just went for it. And so that, I think that's one of the big things is just to go for it, go for it, like just start. Just do it. Just start and go for it. And like, if there's a risk, you, you got to do it. There was one assignment in college in one of my entrepreneurial classes where the teacher gave us all $100 and we were supposed to come to the next class having turned that $100 into more than $100. And then the person who brought back the most money in that day of that day won the competition. There was no reward, but, um, but it, it made us realize that even though it was a day of time, you can still turn that money into something greater. And so we had to do everything illegally. We didn't have a permit. Like nobody, when you first start a business, you typically don't have an incorporation. You don't have any sort of formality of a business. You just go out and try to find what's valuable and how you can turn $1 into $2. And that's exactly what you did is... You know, you just kind of figured out how you could do it without really thinking about the formalities of it. If if that's the situation you're in, 
you, you, every entrepreneur, I think, has got to do that in the beginning just to learn like, hey, you don't really have to plan all this stuff out. You don't have to have a huge budget because a big mistake that people do is they just continue to plan and plan and plan. And they have this idea like, oh, this customer is going to love it. And we're going to put all these features and benefits in this product. And we're going to build this website that does mm-hmm. like bells and whistles and has all this stuff. And then nobody comes. Mm-hmm. Like people say, if you build it, they come. I don't believe in that. And so, you know, to an extent, I think it does make sense in some instances, but you have to figure out what they want to see first before you build it. Yeah, true. I've known some people who started with pretty much all the money you needed in order to start the business and crashed miserably. And I was one of those people. Uh, Like, I, I, I definitely had the experience in which, you know, I have the idea for a business. I think this is going to be dope. And I had the money for it, not a problem. And then I just went at it and just having the money just made me want to spend money for no reason. And I think that's something you just mentioned. And like, I don't, I didn't need to hire like a PR team, like for a business that's yeah. barely a couple of days old. Certain things like that, like little little things that add up. Uh, and then, you know, your business is out of money and you're like, fuck, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel, like, money. I feel like money can kind of be like a crutch. Like if you have all that money mm-hmm. and you're just kind of... It's like, like for example, because of me having that experience now, like if you gave me money today, it would be a completely different yeah. uh, story, mm-hmm. right? Maybe speaking but, to like first time. Yeah, entrepreneurs or definitely. Like that, but but like in today, also it's based on your character and the type of person true. you are, right? Like, yeah. do you think that's why VCs look for entrepreneurs that have like failed in the past because the first people don't know about what to do with a ton of money? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, totally, totally, hundred yeah, percent. Because you're like, and they're always betting on the jockey, not the horse, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like with the, the experience and stuff. Like, yeah, obviously you, you know, you went through that the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm assuming you learn mm-hmm. now, like you know, now you're starting this with someone money, no money, but like, like it's even there with like limited resources, but like you still did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The video is still gonna come out pretty dope. No one's gonna know you have no budget, like, cause your the quality of the work that you, the, how the video is gonna come out, it's gonna be like, damn, this was a ten thousand dollar project or a five thousand dollar project or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, whatever, whatever. I don't know how much music videos cost. But, like, you guys were very resourceful with the stuff, with the lighting and all that stuff. Because, you know, at LA, you do have to have a permit. LA, you know, you do have to have the nice lighting and stuff. But you just have the imagination how you're going to do it. And that's what's cool about, like, doing something with the Lean Startup. And I think, like, in today's day and age, like, there's no excuse. Like, yeah. to wait or anything. No, like, no. Uh, especially for, like, a product or, like, service business, too. Like, dude, there's so many, like, online resources for, like, you know, Squarespace. Like, anyone can start a website. Yep. Anyone can sell a product. Yep. Like, anyone can get a product, like, drop ships. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. super easy. You basically be a middleman nowadays. Like, it's ridiculously easy to start a business. The internet changed everything. Yeah. Like, it's... it's- you can sell products without having the products. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can do pre-sales. And people make you can millions off that nowadays. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I, uh, I, I knew this, uh, this person that, uh, I still know this person, uh, that has, she has kind of like this, this dream about this business, 
But I promise you, since I moved to, I met her when I moved to LA, and it's been now what a year and a half, and this girl is still planning for that business. I literally got mad. Still at, planning. Still like planning. Well, she wow. Wants so she hasn't executed so anything. She just yeah. She, but the thing is, is she she's so um, how can I say. Like she doesn't have the experience. Oh, I think she's scared. She doesn't have... Yeah. She's I think it's, it it's a huge thing. Like... It's fashionist it, as well. It, yeah. I, I think it's, uh, you know, being scared of the unknown. And yeah. I think be, being an entrepreneur, you kind of have to embrace that. Yeah. Right? Uh, and I, I literally got pissed at her one day. And I was like, yo, like, since I met you, you're, like, doing, drawing up all these plans and watching all these inspirational videos. Like, you need to get off your fucking computer and actually go out there and sell something. Go out there and see how people feel about your stuff. Like, you need a, you know, you need to, to, to move on this. You hear the, ah, I don't know the, ah, you know? And it's, it's, it's very frustrating to me because I, I've reached a point where like, you know, I, I know business, I know entrepreneurship, and I know that results don't come by just sitting at your computer and watching videos all day. There's so many people just like consuming information without taking action. It's also kind of a poison to 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 success. Yeah. Uh, and a, but to get back to comfort, being com- like it's like being scared, right? Uh, comfort and being scared. It's like you know you, you're kind of like in your bubble. You don't really want to move. You want to move forward in your head. You have the ambition, but it's just that side in which you're scared is much bigger and much stronger, mm-hmm. right? So. Uh, it's just something that everybody has to work out and like, you know, just got to take that leap of faith and hope that everything works out. But, you know, of course, once you get experience, you see that leap of leaps of faith as an entrepreneur is basically every an everyday thing. Like you just got to jump and, and hope that something catches you at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I agree. Cause I mean, just want to remind the listeners we're talking about lean startups and also comfort. I mean, it's just like having the resources. I mean, which go back to Stephen, like his lean startup is having the right resources. Yeah. You may not have the budget, but the resource, the people, what, mm-hmm. who do I know has this camera? Where do I know? Oh, it has a lighting equipment. Who do I know this, this and that? Like, you know, use your resources around you when you're lean. You know what I'm saying? Use those people. They can help you out. You know, like, oh, I know a guy that does this. I know a guy that does that. So this guy has this car. You know, you, you, I feel like when I don't have money, I'm the most creative person. Mm-hmm. The most creative because I'm like, I need to pay for this. Okay, I need, I'll do this. You know, like, that's how I felt. And then when I was like, you know, when I've had money, I felt comfortable. And then you start spending, you know, if you're not disciplined, like, you start spending money, you know, because you're so like, you're like, oh, I'm good now. Like, you know, you start spending so much money. Yeah. But then you get humble. Then you start, you know, you go back down and you're like, oh, shit. I should have, I got to be more frugal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy how your mind, I mean, at least that's happens to me. Like, how your mind, when you look at your account or whatever, you're like, dang, I need to stop spending money. This mm-hmm. is going on. I need to work on this project. This is how much money I need to do. You know what I'm saying? But you just got to focus and, 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 I don't know, just got to focus on that and just be like, okay baby steps okay, now, yeah. now I know now I know because like how yeah. Mark said like oh they didn't go well for you the first time because you have a lot of money mm-hmm. now the next time you know okay I know, I know how to do this yeah I think too many people especially entrepreneurs think that money will fix everything and so when you get when you get offered a service by someone either via email or you see a website and they're like we can 
we can capture a hundred more customers a day or something like that. Or when Facebook gives you all those, like you got so many impressions. Well, impressions don't mean shit uh, if they don't this, take action. Boost pro, boost it's like, yeah, boost this yeah. post to like get in front of 20,000 people. Well, if you're, product's shit nobody mm. cares yeah. <laughs> so like the conversions are what matter and yeah, exactly. i've made the mistake and i said it in the last podcast that i've spent like 400 bucks on ads and it went nowhere <laughs> <laughs> and like it's so easy to do that when you have the money because you're like oh i think 400 bucks it's like, worth it, yeah. why, why not like maybe i just didn't reach enough people and then you go ahead and spend yeah. that money and it's like, oh, wow, where did that $400 go? Well, you just gave it to Facebook, and Facebook told you all these people saw it, but maybe Facebook is lying to you. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, people really didn't see it in the way you wanted them to. I've got a friend who spends thousands of dollars on, like, boosting Facebook posts. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. Because, like, he'll get views, sure, but what more comes of it? These things I, have never worked for me. No. I, I've never, I was like, maybe I'm doing this wrong, maybe I'm not getting the right demo demographics mm -hmm. together or I don't know but like Facebook ads have never worked for me Instagram ads have never worked for me uh, the only thing that's worked for sure is influencer marketing dude that's that's, that's like that. that's like the best to me it's it's the best you talk to a person who has thousands of people in their audience and say yo check out this product to me, it's the best way you can advertise for your business, and I think it's definitely undervalued right now. I would love to see the the, the result in your business, Steven, once like we can actually like narrow down the people that can actually you know that have that have the right demographic for your product. Mm -hmm. Because I know this this shit can take off like crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's going to. Yeah, influencers are definitely something that everybody should try, and I think it's intimidating to a lot of people to to reach out to another person and that's the whole thing about you know people planning versus actually doing mm -hmm. people don't want to go talk to people and that's yeah. like the biggest skill that you need but it's like free you know it's free yeah so it doesn't cost any money to send yeah. someone a dm yeah but people will pay money for like mass email marketing exactly and it doesn't work yeah you know, if the person isn't personal and actually talks to that person yeah you have a way better conversion of getting someone's attention when you're face-to-face uh -huh. -face with them. Yeah, using this kid, uh, this YouTuber, and, and him literally posting that uh, our product on his story, saying like, yo, I just got this product. Like, I think it was dope. Uh, you know, like just holding the camera, like, you know, selfieing this whole story. Like, it, it's more personal. I believe this. This is, this is, and it doesn't feel like an ad. It feels like it feels genuine. People can smell the fake. Your the audience can smell the fake. I feel like people are trying too much to be uh how can I say uh formal and and I think that's not what the the market that's not where the market is going. We've been we've been sold too many things for for us to just. Mm -hmm. Keep on going with that trend of like formal marketing. That's what I have to say about it. All right. <laughs> Roll the motherfucking clip.